Shalom Aleichem. Welcome to the Schmooze, the Yiddish Book Center's podcast. I'm Lisa Newman, and today I'm joined by Asaf Galai. Asaf is the award-winning director of films that examine modern Jewish culture and creativity. He has explored the magical literature and complex life of Isaac Bashevitz Singer, celebrated ultra-Orthodox and queer Swedish pop music, and traced the development of comics and cartoons in the U.S. and Israel. His documentary, The Adventures of Saul Bellow, will be screened in the PBS American Masters series in December 2022. Welcome us off. Shalom Aleichem, Lisa. So good to see you. Um, uh, this conversation, I think it's safe to say, has been a very long time coming because we'd hoped to have been able to connect uh, around the documentary back in 2020. The rest, as they say, is history. Um, so glad to be speaking to you today about the documentary and about the upcoming screening, which we are thrilled about um, at the Yiddish Book Center. So before we speak about the Bellow film, can you tell me a little bit about your work and the stories you seek to tell in your documentaries? Um, and if I may just add, your work is just really amazing. Well, thank you very much, Lisa. Uh, so I'm coming to my films always with love and uh, in the documentary there is several genres people like to do crime films people like to do films about uh, stuff that are very uh, for justice and trying to fix the world i like to i'm coming with love and trying to tell a good storytelling uh, this is my motives. And uh, also when I come to a film, I'm trying to say something that it's more deeper about uh, life, about art. And like Sol Bello say, art and life may are the same. And maybe it's, they're so connected. <laughs> Funny, I just rewatched the film and um, landed on that line. Um, so you and I first connected around your film, The Muses of Isaac Bashevitz Singer. And watching the screener, which you had shared with me, of The Adventures of Saul Bellow, I had the same reaction. You, you really do have an incredible curiosity in telling these stories, but you have a gift, I think, when it comes to getting people to open up when you interview them and you get from them also historic footage, you know, family, personal objects. These are really intimate moments, I think, that they share with you and that makes these films so rich. I, I wonder if you have thoughts about how you approach that interview or if it's just part and parcel with who you are as a filmmaker. <laughs> uh, maybe it's only my uh, character. But uh, if I try to analyze the uh, first, when I make a film, I really try to find the people that were the closest to the person. So a lot of time it's his family or friends. Uh, this is also different in a lot of films they are trying documentary about person. They are going more to scholars or to people that are more... Uh, uh, giving interpretations. Oh, I try to really reach to the people that were the closest to the artist. 
And then you find out the great stories. And in Saul Bello, he had a really uh, outstanding life, very unusual for what we think. And he had a great family that was very helpful with me to make this film. And uh, it was a great journey with them. And an interesting group of people within the sort of literary community. I wonder if you can speak a little bit about some of those interviews. Yes. So uh, Martin Emmy, that uh, he felt that Saul Bellow is like his protege and was really close friend for, with him in the last uh, 20 years of Bellow life. And Salman Rushdie, that uh, I read an article that said that near his uh, desk, near uh, near his bed, there is a, a pile of only poetry and soul bellow books. So when he go to sleep and when he writes, he doesn't read other uh, literature. He just read poetry and soul bellow. So I said, okay, this is a great uh, <laughs> interview. And then I had more interview with uh, Charles Johnson that uh, wrote a great biography of people that influenced his literature and becoming a writer. And he mentioned Saul Bellow as a great influence. And then of course, scholars like Zachary Leder, as it was a big biography, two volumes on Saul Bellow, Ruth Weiss, that was a great scholar about Bellow and also a close friend of him, and Professor Hannah Wirtnescher, that is also a great scholar uh, on Saul Bellow and Philip Roth. Maybe I forgot some. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's it's in a really interesting grouping. Um, I mean, you open with Salman Rushdie's voice over um, over images of current and past uh, film of footage of Chicago, which is where Bellow hails from, and I found that to be really really interesting. Um, and I love what he says when he suggests um, Rushdie uh, that Chicago was a central character. Um, and again, you just get all of these different points of view um, and it's kind of fascinating how you bring them together uh, for the viewer in terms of understanding who he was. And how was that journey for you to find Bello? So Chicago is a, also a character in this movie. I try to also to bring the Chicago, the old Chicago where Bello lived and grew up and the the current Chicago I, I try to give a mix a hybrid mixture between both of them so it's a great uh, Chicago it's also a very important city in my life I was born in Chicago and my father was studying in University of Chicago and I was born there in 1978 so of course, you can hear my accent that I'm in Israeli, but I'm Chicago born. <laughs> so, 
So I was always dreaming about this city. So a lot of pictures. We moved back to Israel when I was one year old. Uh, but later in life, my sister moved to Chicago and lived there for 10 years. So I love this city. I feel that it's also part of the cities that uh, in my biography. And I'd like to hear what your thoughts are about Bello as a Jewish American writer and sort of how he draws from Yiddish in his life um, and, you know, makes that bridge between Yiddish literature and modern Jewish literature, if you think that there is a bridge. Uh, you know, there is many scholars that wrote about uh, a Jewish, American, Bello as a Jewish American writer and try to analyze it. And for him, it was a label that he was, also very wrestling that he's saying, no, I'm an American writer, uh, of course, by ethnicity and by religion, I'm Jewish, but it's not part, but don't label me as a Jewish American writer. But then he changed it a little bit. So it's a big topic. Uh, I thought that I would uh, try to and there is some interviews that people ask uh, him this question. I didn't get uh, so much deep in it in this film, and I feel sorry. Maybe I should do it more in the next film. But uh, I found that this question was, uh, you can see all, always when he characters in his books, it's uh, him and the landscape, it's very Jewish, Jewish friends, Jewish uh, uh, neighborhood, but I, uh, it's really hard to analyze if he's a Jewish writer, a Jewish American writer. Um, well, I think you do yourself a disservice because I do think that you explore that. And <laughs> you, you, yeah, I, I you, you get at who he was um, in so many ways through the interviews and it's complex and everything is complex. It's a com complicated question. And it's a, um, so anyway, uh, it, no, it's a complicated it, and especially with an uh, writer and also to make a film about writer, it's always complex. So <laughs> next time I always, when I do a film about writer, the next project that try to make totally different film about something that it will be more easy like comics or any animations that you have a real material that you can understand and see and it's uh, less complex <laughs> <laughs> so philip roth how can i not ask you about the philip roth oh this is a great question uh, i think first i approached him and of course he was he retired uh, when I met him, he retired from writing, retired from giving uh, uh, interviews for PR. He said, stop. And then like always, I nudged them and I told him, please, please, if Bello will meet you the next world, he will be upset. So he said, okay, let's meet only for 20 minutes coming this date exactly. So I came and before that I made the big research and I saw all the interviewees with uh, 
Philip was, and I saw that he always answered great, funny answers, but it's the same answers, the same stories, always with the taxi driver and Portnoy, and uh, he was manipulating everybody with his great uh, language. He's like a magician, but he was telling the same stories. So I met him and I said, okay, this is what he's going to tell me about Sol Bello. He have these uh, two, uh, two answers that he knows <laughs> by heart. <laughs> and then he met me and he laughed about my accent and he started to tell me just jokes about uh, him and about Bello. And uh, it was a great interview. It became like a one hour and a half interview that uh, first I said, okay, this is my film. Philip Roth talk about Sol Bello. It's pretty great stuff. Um, yes. So if, if you could have interviewed Bello, what would you have asked him? Wow, this is a good question. Uh, I, I First, I think that I would be shocked. I couldn't ask him. The, the, uh, I would be paralyzed when you meet, uh, like it's like meeting Isaac Bashevi Zinger. It's much easier to make a film about someone that you don't need to meet him. Uh, but the first question will be, uh, wow. Uh, wow, I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a good question now. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Tell, was... I, I know. Tell me your best three jokes. <laughs> it's, it's a good I way wish, to get... I, I wanted really to get on record, on footage, Bello tells Jewish jokes, Yiddish jokes, and I couldn't find it. So I would ask him to tell me 10, three, and then I will ask him more. 10 great jokes. Do a stand-up comedian, bellow comedian. So you start out with the idea of doing this, this film and along the journey and when you get to the end, is it the film you imagined? Did you find- Oh, no, it's always, yeah. you start, I thought that the film will be more with Jewish humor about, but then you get the materials and you need to reshape the film. It's always like this. I, I hope that I knew before I start the film what it will be in the end. Uh, it would save me a lot of money and time and the interviewees. There is interviewees that I didn't, uh, uh, that of course are still uh, that I didn't use, like with Aleph Bet Yoshua, the Hebrew writer, and others. If I knew before, I would be, but this is part of the journey. I like it. Oh, I don't think you should give that up. You shouldn't yeah. know because it takes it takes the viewer along with you when you've got yeah. it all. It's great. Um, and like I said, you just there are moments that you capture and, and images that are so. Incredible. There's a picture, um, it's not like it's giving away anything of his studio, his last studio, with that yeah. empty chair. And it really, I don't know, it hits, it got me in the in the gut. Um, there's just you you feel the absence of him, and then you hear about him through all of these different people's relationships. It's really fabulous. Um, before I let you go, 
uh, can you share what you're working on next? Now I'm working on a film about the Fleischer brothers. There were uh, five brothers that were pioneers in the animation industry. They did Betty Boop, they did Popeye, Superman. They were bigger than uh, Disney. And then they started to fight with each other, like uh, now we just pass Tisha B'Av. <laughs> and it started a brother fight and everything collapsed. And they gone. And for many years, we, have, we had only Disney as the monolith uh, animation style. And of course, Do's studio and the Fleischer were gone. Mm -hmm. but the Betty Boop was a, a a favorite of mine. A boyfriend gave me um, a 16 millimeter uh, episode, which, you know, was way better than jewelry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> yes. Um, and I'll have to share it with you someday. If, uh, yes, pull, it out, pull it out of the basement and we can put it on the projector. Um, so we're really thrilled, Asaf, that you have agreed to let us screen at the Yiddish Book Center yes. on August 14th, 2022. We've gotten through two years of pandemic and we're finally ready to do this. Um, and you will be here. And again, it's August 14th at the Yiddish Book Center at 2 p.m. You can find out more on our website, Yiddish Book Center. Dot org and also um, very exciting and maybe you can tell our listeners as well who aren't able to come that this will be part of a PBS masterpiece um, series on December uh, I don't have the air date but December DC uh, uh, it will be in American Masters and later on it will be in uh, several streaming options fantastic. Asaf, thank you for coming on thank today. You. Um, for everything you bring to your work. It's really fantastic. And we look forward to seeing you on Sunday. Me too. All the best. Thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to The Schmooze, a production of the Yiddish Book Center in Amherst, Massachusetts. To learn more about this podcast and to subscribe, visit YiddishBookCenter.org. I'm Elizabeth Carteropoli. Until next time, be well and be healthy. <laughs>